Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks a lot for tuning in again on a brand new episode of the MJ's podcast. And today I'm going to tell you my experience, my story about kitesurfing. Um, my story, where I went, the freedom, what I experienced when I'm practicing uh, the sport but first of all um, th thanks a lot and I need to laugh again because a lot of people reacted on my previous podcast about earning a six-figure salary but still quitting my job and people reacted like what why are you why why are you doing that and they were also curious um, what my salary is now but um, yeah, I'm gonna explain it in uh, another another episode uh, about uh, when it's enough to earn enough money and and what I'm earning actually now. But um, a little little thing to notice is that currently I'm living in a camper van, so I don't need to earn a lot of money now because um, yeah, uh, living in a camper van. Uh, we don't have the electricity cost. We don't have gas cost. We don't. Uh, we only the cost that we have is like uh, the di the diesel and um, some insurance, and that's about it because we have sun panels and everything. So, no, we uh, we live on a on a tight budget, not really on a tight budget, but we don't spend a lot of money. Um, but that's that's what the previous podcast was all about. Um, but this one is about kitesurfing and my kitesurfing journey. And for the people who are already kitesurfing, um, yeah, they can relate to a lot of things what I'm going to say. But if you're not a kitesurfer yet, please try it once in your life. Just book a lesson somewhere and if it's in the Netherlands make sure to book your lesson at kitesurfspot.nl because that is my uh, my previous uh, previous school and um, is now in the hands of my companion Kevin uh, he's doing a good job the kite school is based in uh, in Den Haag in the Netherlands so if you're in the neighborhood make sure to go uh, to book a lesson over there. This is also a bit of advertising, so uh, you're welcome, uh, Kevin. <laughs> but um, yeah, my story for kitesurfing began actually nine years ago. Birgit and I were traveling in, uh, in Vietnam, in Mune, and the funny thing was um, that Birgit at some point she was asking me, like, Mark, do you, uh, are you in the mood for, uh, for a kitesurfing course? And I was like, yeah, sure, great idea, let's, let's go, let's do it. But man, I was, when I felt the power of the, like the power of the wind in the kite, I was like, whoa, this is my, this is, this is my thing. This is a new hobby is born. Uh, but it was also because uh, me as a little boy, I loved playing with the kite on the beach. And um yeah, so I spent a lot, a lot of hours on the beach with a kite, just on my own, sending the kite from left to right, making some loops, making some turns, do, turns, and doing a lot of crazy, uh, crazy things with the kite. And I really loved it back then. But nine years ago in Vietnam, everything came back to me, and I was like, "Yeah, this is my, this is my sport. This is my new hobby." And I remember, like my instructor was telling me, "Dude, if you learn," kitesurfing your life will never be the same 
And at that point, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, dude. I just want to learn how to kite and, and we'll, see, we'll see how my journey will, uh, will go. But I, he was actually kind of right. But because um, what you're doing is when you're really into the sport, into the kite, you will check your phone constantly about the wind forecast whenever it's windy where is the wind blowing from which direction is it coming how big are the waves or is it going to be flat water or is it going to be so you're more connected to nature if you're if you are a kite surfer and uh so yeah it, it was he was right when he was telling me dude it's going to change your life because yeah i'm checking the forecast daily and uh but yeah, it's it's fun. It's uh, it's nice to do, and also when we were in Vietnam, it was November, which means summertime in Vietnam, which also means uh, winter time in the Netherlands. But we came back like in the third week or fourth week of of November, uh, and I was I was totally enthusiastic about kite surfing. But yeah where are you gonna kite in the Netherlands when it's freaking winter and you can't really kite yet because we had a uh, we had a kite surfing course but the wind was not that good in in uh, in Vietnam so we spent some time on the water but yeah but not a lot to actually proper proper riding with kite surfing so we couldn't kite yet um but we came back in the Netherlands and I was so freaking pumped. I was so enthusiastic. So we went to the shop to buy uh, a full set of uh, kite surfing gear. So a kite, a kite board, a bar with the lines and everything, a wetsuit. We, yeah, we need a wetsuit. And I never forget the face of the guy in the shop. He looked at us and he was like, are you are you sure you're gonna buy all these gear now? It, you know it's cold, right? You know it's winter, and you also know that all of the kite schools are closed during the winter. You, you can't you can't take lessons anywhere. And we were like, yeah, no, we had lessons in Munay. Um, we can't ride yet, but uh, yeah, we're gonna try. <laughs> we're gonna try by ourselves. Um, and luckily, my uh, my good friend Taisi, he was kite surfing for a long time already. And um, yeah, whenever it was windy, we went to the beach. It was one and a half, no, one hour and fifteen minutes drive to the beach. And yeah, whenever it was windy, or in the, uh, most of the times in the weekends, because during the week uh, we uh, we needed to work. But uh, in the weekends, we drove to the beach and it was freaking cold, man. It was it was minus degree. No, 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 no. It was not minus. Uh, we had the agreement that um, the the outside temperature needed to be around minimum of 8 degrees. But 8 degrees is still freaking cold if you come from uh, Vietnam where it's uh, 30, uh, 30 plus. And then suddenly in 8 degrees. So it was freakingly cold. But I was so enthusiastic, and I and it felt so good to uh, to go kiting. Uh, so we did, <laughs> and there we were in hardcore winter on the beach with a kite in the air. And I was kind of nervous because I didn't know how to how to do it yet, how to proper kite surfing yet, right up and down. So I was like most of the times, if you know how to kite, you're on top of the water. But I didn't know how to kite, so I was more into the water and I can I can tell you when it's eight degrees outside 
and it's windy so it makes it even more the feeling of the temperature more cold um yeah if you're in the water man it's like maximum half an hour and then you're done <laughs> then you're totally done but i must say i loved every minute of it it was so nice to playing around in nature feeling the wind howling uh like like next to your ears and it was it was just yeah it was a learning curve it was but it was nice to uh yeah to experience so that was my beginning of learning kite surfing just go all in in hardcore winter but then fast forward one year later we uh we decided birgit and i decided to go travel for a year but i also had the thing in my mind like if we're gonna travel that's obviously a perfect perfect adventure to go on but i also had like all right if i'm gonna travel uh, i can't work back home in engineering i can't do my office job but what i can do is um, become an, an ikeo international kiteboarding organization kite instructor and then with the traveling and with the adventure i can combine it with working as a kite instructor on the most beautiful places so uh, that's what I did, or that's what yeah, that's what we did. Birgit was still working for an online company in the Netherlands, and I was uh, yeah where we were back then uh, working at a kite surfing school. So we were yeah, I was teaching on the most beautiful places. We spent three months in uh, Sri Lanka. There I became an official licensed kite instructor, and I was working there for uh, for two months after. After that, we went for three months to the Philippines, to Boracay. Amazing, amazing location for, uh, for kite surfing. And the thing also was, like in Sri Lanka and in the Philippines, the standard of living, um, like what, it, what, it, what it's all cost, it's not a lot, you know. It's uh, like groceries and everything. You can, it's super cheap, it's super cheap. But the uh, kite surfing all around the world is just Western... Uh, prices so it's more or less everywhere the same it's kind of yeah it's kind of expensive but uh if you live in sri lanka or in the philippines your monthly costs are <laughs> super cheap and then you earn kind of a lot of money for with uh, with uh, if you be an instructor so that was uh it was kind of a good time then and then we also spent six months in uh, in egypt which was also pretty pretty nice because there we lived in a, in a beautiful apartment we were living uh, close to the cable and with the cable i mean a wakeboard wakeboard cable uh, but whenever it was windy i was or teaching at the kite school or kite surfing myself whenever it was not windy i was wakeboarding uh, at the cable so man the, in that six months i was I, yeah i had a great we had a great life it was just uh, it was just perfect um and and that like the traveling what we then what we then did uh is now seven years ago um yeah around seven years seven eight years ago but oh man that way of living and when i'm thinking about it now i'm realizing that that way of living was actually pretty amazing because you're exploring beautiful countries exploring beautiful locations you're meeting a lot of people uh, kite surfing people uh, you meet like your students you have a lot of a lot of students in each uh, in each season 
So you're meeting a lot of new people and everyone is uh, like like really enthusiastic about the sport and everything. And also like, yeah, the kitesurfing vibe all around is is super nice. You know, everything or, or everyone is there for the same thing. Uh, and that's for being awesome on the water, showing your tricks on the water, showing your kitesurfing skills and everybody is helping each other and like with tricks if you want to learn a new new trick we always like yeah uh talked about it on the beach like yeah what are we gonna do now what are we gonna do now and then you go onto the water and you really push each other to uh to to do your trick and if you fall yeah you crash but yeah get up again and uh, and do your thing again and you know the thing is when it's when it's uh because it's not always windy um when it's when there's no wind uh people are just hanging out having a good time uh making good conversations and indeed um discussing the the new trick that you want to learn or if people have an online job you go work for a bit um so yeah you have a lot of possibilities but in the back of your mind you're hoping that the wind will pick up again and then you go uh, you go on the water so um yeah that kitesurfing life it really uh it really intrigued me it really uh yeah now that i look back at it i felt like jesus what a wonderful life was that and when i uh when i think about it back then like i didn't realize it back then that 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 life was actually pretty pretty amazing because yeah you know it happens often right if you are in a certain situation you're not you're not realizing that you are actually in that perfect situation or like for example if you buy a new house and you're all happy with that new house in the beginning but after a while you think yeah yeah it's, it's just my house you know i need to live somewhere but try to realize and try to be uh, grateful for actually every day that you are living in that house it's just wonderful and try to really feel that and and um yeah i don't know just realizing what's going on like you know yeah at least that's my thought about uh, how i lived back then um, because after after the traveling and after that i was uh, being a kite instructor we went back to the netherlands and i was caught up again in the in the society like dude you need to work go to the office uh, making making money and saving money and doing your thing and blah 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 um but at some point it was just like ah, it started to i don't know the feeling was coming back that I, that i needed to change or actually that we because birgit and i birgit and me are on the same page in this one we need to go on an adventure we need to go like doing things and for me a big thing is kite surfing uh birgit is more the 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 nice weather kite surfer <laughs> she she is uh when it's 30 degrees uh you don't need a wetsuit uh it's not blowing the wind is not blowing too uh hard hard too fast the wind's not blowing too fast then uh then birgit is uh is into uh is into kite surfing but for the rest um yeah she's just chilling around next to the camper van or working next into the camper van and I am uh, whenever it's windy I am on the water um, and for me like kite surfing has also a lot of comparables with real life actually because um, kite surfing like can be really challenging 
especially in the beginning when you learn how to kitesurf, it is super challenging. But if you compare it with life, you know, life is not always easy, you know, life is, can be also challenging. So it's nice to see the comparables and on the water, like no wave is exactly the same, you know. So every approach to a wave or I always use the waves as a as a ramp to hit off and go into boost into the air but no waves is the same so every time your approach needs to be a little bit different um, when i compare it with life same thing you have a lot of obstacles in life if you make bad decision or you make a wrong choice it's shit you know it becomes an obstacle and you need to approach it maybe some different ways so yeah it can it, it can uh yeah i mean if i compare it with life yeah, it feels like that for me. And it's also, when you're kite surfing, it is super, it's, it's a super physical exercise, which is obviously super healthy. But on the other hand, you don't really need to go to the gym. You will get ripped if you are spending hours and hours on the water kite surfing. Then it's just, man, your body is transforming into a real, into a real beast. Um, and also, when you're on the water, you have a really feeling of freedom and it's it's a nice feeling the kite surfers will know this feeling if you are on the water you're only busy with one thing and that's kite surfing only it's super nice to be on the water to play with the elements of nature to really into to really being into the moment into the now it's yeah, it's just an amazing feeling to to have that. And when you are a little bit more progressed in kitesurfing and when you started jumping and add some rotations to it, yeah, then wow, oh my god, the world is uh the world is too small. Now, it's uh it's amazing to uh to to progress in kitesurfing. And what I find with kitesurfing is um com comparing to let's say snowboarding because I also know how to snowboard. But if you, um, if you learn new tricks with kiting and let's say you're jumping two, three meters high, that's totally fine, but you add a rotation and you crash, then you crash in water. Um, and that is most of the times it's totally fine. I know you can crash really, really hard, but I mean, if you crash from two, two meters into the water, that's most of the times kind of all right, right? But if you learn a new trick with uh, with snowboarding and you jump from a ramp and you go one 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 and a half meter in the air and you crash man that's a big difference huh so kite surfing is um in my opinion pretty safe to learn uh but yeah yeah if you jump 10 or 15 meters high and you crash then yeah then the water is also concrete but uh, especially in the beginning, if you're at some turning, some rotations and everything, it is, it's nice. It's nice to progress. So for me, kitesurfing is a total lifestyle which combines actually everything. From the mindset aspect to learn new tricks on the water, to ride the different waves every time, to the physical aspect because I'm getting a beast when I'm on the water, but also the social aspect in life because outside of the water you make a lot of new friends um, you are 
yeah, just having a, having a really, really good time. And that is, I think, what life is all about. But um, this podcast is getting very long and the wind today on Fuerteventura is pumping. So you can guess what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to go outside my camper van, I'm going to pump my kite and I will go for a ride. Guys, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, this was my story about my kitesurfing life, my freedom of kitesurfing. And you will hear me on the next one. Ciao, ciao, and have a nice day.